count me in. Come on. Do you want me to do it to a beat? Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. Throw the dust of me into the eyes of my enemies. Grace Guard. Okay, Google. Nick Kelly. Project You, the podcast. Good to be back in your ears, team. Hell yeah. Episode 60, whatever. Something. Three, I want to say. Oh, that's good. Before oh my god, that. we're almost up to episode sixty-nine. <laughs> the sex one. Woohoo! What are we going to do for that? How are we celebrate our sex? Songs about guys? sex. Am I right? Songs about bonking. <laughs> East should have pushed back her song just to coincide <laughs> with that episode. What a great uh, tease you've done there, Nathan. Because we're going to play East's new song in this podcast. We also got yeah. new Louisa Johnson because she. Oh, I've just spoiled the bloody Twitter Decides poll. I'm an idiot. Twitter Decides. What did we put up for the Twitter Decides poll where you guys control the first song of the podcast at ProjectU.tv? The song that well, doesn't win ends up at the end of the podcast. I, I love a good underdog story. So <laughs> I did Sean Mendes' In My Blood, the new single from the Mendes uh, versus Louise's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and look, it wasn't as dramatic as I thought it would be. So it was 33% to Louisa to 67%. Percent by Sean Mendes. Well done, Sean Mendes. <laughs> so the new song's called "In My Blood." Is it a cover of the Veronicas? Pro- co-written and produced by the usual team. I'm going to pretend Grace didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> I made everyone made the joke yesterday. Ah, I've okay. I like this. I like this bit that he does. I'm overwhelmed and insecure. Give me something I could take to ease my mind. Slow. It's like it's cool pace. Yeah, he sounds good. The song's kind of dark. It's growing on me, but it's just kind of a little bit all over the place. You first heard the song about three hours ago. I love that it's already growing on you. Consistency. Um, Speaking of consistency, can you turn your Spotify up a little bit? Just a little bit. It's like the walls are keeping in. Sometimes he always has a great voice. Yeah. Yeah. He can belt. I love him. It kind of feels like it's going into Mercy. Mm. It's just not as good as Mercy. No. no. Yeah. Mercy's unbeatable. Okay, here's the... He's obviously been listening to a bit of Harry Styles. What? A bit of a rock track? He's been doing... (laughs) He's doing that before... uh, Harry put his album out. Let's not make a comparison there. Um, no, I think this will be good live when I inevitably see him for the third time. Because <laughs> I love him. Um, but, you know, as a as a big fan, as I am, I'm, I'm not loving this song. It's not it's his just, best, is it? It's fine. There's rumours of another song tomorrow. Or, or by the time you're hearing this, it's probably already out. We probably already... This will be a moot point, but... Yeah. I think that there's another song because he put when he first uh, teased it, he put two dates in the oh, teaser. Yeah. yeah. So he put a, the Thursday and the Friday. And, and you're so, wondering, could it be an Ed Sheeran situation, a castle on the hill and a, a shape of you? Yeah. Well, hopefully. About... No, I don't have an end to that sentence. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> is is this a good time for me to bring up the fact that I saw Ed Sheeran live? Oh my oh, yeah, god! Give us a 30 second review of Ed Sheeran. Oh my god, I've never hated a concert experience more. <laughs> You're the only person that went to it that's given a negative review. Actually, my oh, dad I hated did. It. I hated it. What did your dad say? Dad said, I could have listened to the album at home. <laughs> the staging, I really liked the stage, um, but he is such a 
boring performer. The songs that I hate, he made go for 10 minutes. And the songs that I liked, like there are a few key songs I really liked. I really liked Castle on the Hill. I really liked New Man. Things yeah. like that. Castle Didn't- on the Hill, he fucking ruined. It was just <laughs> random strumming, a beat that wasn't even like... It was like all over the place. It didn't make sense or match. He, like, he was the song was like sped up. It was terrible. And then new man, he only did like half of. Yeah, he does. He does a new a man mashup. and don't mash up. Yeah, it? and that was garbage. Is he playing with a band yet? No, no, he desperately, desperately needs a band. Can I tell a fun story about the Ed Sheeran song New Man? Yeah, I went to dinner with some like relatives the other the other week and um their son really adores Ed Sheeran and his favorite song is New Man but while we were sitting down to dinner he was listening to it and he happened he's only like 5 and he happened to realize that there was there was the word asshole in the song so he kept playing that over and over again and then running around yelling asshole bleached asshole bleached <laughs> and it was really cute and funny <laughs> I want to show you guys some audio story. from last night's Ed Sheeran concert <laughs> Sweet vocal tones of Missy Higgins performing perfect duet Aww, with Ed Sheeran. That's quite that nice. honestly would have been really good. Yeah. Missy yeah. was, guys, Missy was so good. Futon Couch Live is really good. Is it? it that's is. actually surprising. I didn't know if it would be. I was like, okay, I'm back on board of this Futon Couch. All right, but before I get dragged, I do need to just say that I can see why the Ed Sheeran experience is good for his fans. Like, if you're a big fan of him, you would have, like, eaten it up. But anyone who's like a casual listener of a few songs, yeah, it's mm. until he gets a band, it's so bad. When I went and saw Ed Sheeran, um, Elton John came out and performed, and that was freaking wild. Busiest bum in the business. Yeah. I didn't have anything exciting happen. He was just like, I have a day off tomorrow so I can sing really hard. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. That sounds nothing like Ed Sheeran. Chart watch. Charts are horrendous right now. There's some things that deeply upset me on a deep level. Hmm. So what's the number one sales song in the country right now? It's still rudimental these days. Blah, blah. Who cares? We don't even have to play these anymore. If you play the grab of God's plan, I swear to God, I will come over there. Imagine if I never met the broskies. Broskies. God's plan. Get rid of it. I hate it. That's number one on streaming. Streaming is an absolute dumpster fire right now. Triple X Temptation is everywhere because... The kids, I guess, just don't know that he's a horrible, horrible uh, person who has assaulted. He's a domestic abuser. He has physically abused a pregnant woman. Mm. He has been in prison. He was just under house arrest. But he's all over streaming because I guess the kids don't know that. Yeah, it's quite bizarre. Um, Number two song in the country right now comes from Bad Wolves, um, who are an American metal outfit who've covered the Cranberry Zombie. I just wanted to kind of... Pretend that this wasn't happening. Well, I, I think it's important to inform our listener. This is like the sound of silence. Yeah, this is literally oh, sound God. of silence, Mark, too. Oh my God. That is highly disturbing. No, I can't, I can't do that we're not, any longer. <laughs> we're not filming this podcast because I look like a literal pile of horse shit, but um, if you could see me right now, my head is in my hands and there are silent tears. <laughs> Let's move on to the rising tracks to watch at the yes. moment. Really good to see this song because I didn't know if it would do well commercially, but it's really good. R.L. Grime, who I know for being a, a really like heavy trap DJ, with Daya on vocals, they've done a pop song called I Want to Know, and it's really good. 
And it's number 36 on iTunes. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really into this. Yeah. Because, you know, we love Daya here. Yeah. Um, you can check out an interview with her on the podcast feed. What a banger this is. Yeah, this is good. It's good. And I love seeing, like, really heavy EDM producers move into, like, slightly lighter stuff and I, not be afraid to do I it. I really like the drop on that. And, I mean, there's an opening now that the Chainsmokers are doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> this weird 21 pilot I've shit. I've been... They keep I am putting the out, sick boy. They keep putting out songs. I just am pretending that they're not. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I, but the thing that. is, I haven't minded either of the two songs they put out. Um, currently, number forty on iTunes, "Done for Me," which is Charlie Puth with Kalani. Yeah. And Charlie's another one we're massive fans of on I, this podcast. You know, I'm a big Puthinator. <laughs> yeah, a, a Puthinator from way back. Um, since he was a SoundCloud artist. Drop, um, drop, drop like this. <laughs> And I don't, I don't like this song. It's just fine, isn't it? It's like, all right. It's three songs in a row. Look, it's better than... Well. Um, oh, no. Oh, Attention, Attention is a masterpiece. How, How long, long is, is really good. And They're all right. They're better than the um, other ones. The one call aways and the Marvin Gaze and get it on. Mm, and true. Absolutely yeah. true. Um, so Taylor Swift's Delicate is starting to actually do something that the last... The last singles kind of haven't done much at all. It's actually bonkers how Taylor Swift can put out a single with a video, service it to radio, doesn't get radio ads, and it's only number 46 on iTunes. Good. It's crazy. It's wild that we live in a world where that it's happens. It's a shitty then. song. So, like, and video. It's now top 50 on both um, iTunes and Spotify. It is a good song, Grace. No, um, the song's all right. The video just makes me want to cry. And a song that we're really happy is charting at the moment. The incredible Robinson. Nothing to regret. This is just like the most perfect song. Um, if you check out Projiki.tv this week, we've got a video going up with her answering some questions. That's fun. Great hook from me. Uh, um, no- nothing to regret. Just got a whole bunch of radio ads as well. Um, yeah, so this is really exciting that we are having a new artist. <laughs> People are actually trying. Th- that's it. They're having a go. Yeah. So and this song's really good. Um, Number 59 on Spotify right now. More. Yeah. And the My 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 update has evolved. It's got new sounds. This is the Throttle remix. Melbourne producer Throttle jumping on this Pop as a Clock remix. It's so good. Number 50 on iTunes right now. Listen to this. Yes. I feel like I'm in Stonewall on the second floor. Papa! What happened to the Cash Cow remix? What? The Cash Cow. Cash Cow. Cash Cash remix. Yeah, I just thought oh. it would be fun. It's still there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still, the, it's still the most listened one, I believe. But this will easily take that this over one's within good. a week or two. Um, this is what a remix should be, yeah, honestly. Either do this or either do like a Lontalius remix. I don't want anything <laughs> yes. in between. Hey, this is actually probably a good point for us to transition into reading out some of the comments on the interview we did with <laughs> Troy Savan. The comments I'm on our, so excited for this. our Troy interview on YouTube um, have caused me a lot of emotions. <laughs> Mainly despair, because people don't listen and have no comprehension skills. And also some of them are nice. Yes, some of them are lovely. lovely. So we've got nearly 30,000 views on our That's Troy interview, huge. which is wild. That's the most amount of times anyone's ever had to look at my head. Let's stop talking about ourselves and talk about the comments. But you love talking really about funny. yourself, Nick. I hate talking about myself because I hate myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a joke, guys. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Um, 
So, Grace, which comments have been really affecting you? (laughs) Well, so if you saw the interview, you'll have known that I had to exclusively ask questions from a 2014 Lily Allen interview from Pop Justice, uh, and in which one of the questions was, apart from your husband and Adele, who do you like? Which was originally directed at Lily Allen, who has a husband. Um, Unfortunately, people saw that and thought that uh, Troy and Jacob were secretly married and I felt like I'd started a rumour mill and the Daily Mail was going to be up my ass and it was just a lot. There's a lot of comments about him having a husband and I'm very distressed. Husband? She didn't she mean boyfriend? Oh, oh so my God, funny. are they secretly married? He didn't even flinch. I've got a favourite. I don't know why, but I felt like they were doing skit for some reason. <laughs> well, what sort of skit? Oh, you know the skits it's, that we do. Oh, yeah, we, we're, we're known for our skits. We should put out an album of skits. Oh, my God. And give all the, the, the money we make off it to a charity. I have a question. Yeah, mate? Which one of us has a mouth like a small dog's anus? <laughs> That's what I've been trying to work out. <laughs> um, it's, it's Nick, because you're doing this weird thing where your mouth's real small. Yeah, it's, I don't know what's going on with your mouth now. <laughs> like... Like, that's not how you look normally. Like, you were just, like, in this yeah, zone right. where I was like, I'm only talking with the three <laughs> centimetres in the middle of my mouth. <laughs> my small um, dog mouth. Fuck, I've done, like, literally a thousand <laughs> things on camera before and no one's ever said my mouth looks like a dog's ass. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> fuck off. What's, what's, all, what's that person's name? Charlie Nonya. Charlie Nonya, you can fuck off. <laughs> that's that on that. Charlie Nonya, you can the- come back for more. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the full interview. It's on our YouTube channel. You can just hit projectu.tv and we've put it down the, the side of the, the, the page. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, mate. So here's a new track from Dweethan <laughs> and Broods. It's really good and I love it. I don't know why Broods are doing vocal stuff. Yeah, it's, a, it's weird timing because they're both doing solo projects right now. George's album comes out like this week. They probably, they probably recorded it a year and a half yeah. ago. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I really like this. It's it's the broods that I want. It's the broods that I need. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy that they're back. First in album this broods. First, yeah. first EP broods. Yeah. That's good. Quite dark. Yes. Interesting production. Good drum. Any really more good drum. Um, adjectives we've got? Great drum. Yeah. Really uh, ethereal. Yeah, you call it ethereal. <laughs> it's uh, uh, orchestral. Like this. No, it's not. Hang on. See, I love production like this. This reminds me of this guy, Grammatic, who I fell in love with a couple of years ago. And Halsey's Alone uses the same production as he uses. And I was so obsessed with that coming back, like that sort of like future step stuff. Where it's like cool. one consistent doom. Doom, but then there's all this weird shit going on around it. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up. Play another song. Um, I am excited by the concept of like a harder electronic sounding broods because the last yeah. album was fine. Um, it was just kind of there. It was like a Lesia Cara esque bubble, like airy pop. Yeah, I don't like airy pop. <laughs> what a song! I love this song. I love this woman with all my heart. Nathan saw me at the Lauv concert just losing it to every Nicole Miller moment. So, this is her new single called Give Me a Break, 80s inspired. Oh, yeah. Slinky Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Blinky Reminds Bills. Lady Hawk. Uh-huh, I get that. It's got that sort of, like, reverb going on over everything that sort of lets it ring out a little bit. God, why am I being, like, pitchforked today? 
my nerdy music. No, you've introduced shit. Blinky Bill's brother, Blinky Synth. <laughs> I said Slinky. Oh, I thought you said Blinky Synth. And I was like, like Blinky Bill. It's a niche Australian joke for those that aren't Australian. Sorry. <laughs> But Nicole Miller's Australian. Hell yeah. This is a this is a bob. I love this song. And it's like the most left of centre song she's done so far, <laughs> and I'm really happy she's done it because she's just doing what she wants. You had a go at her for not having a consistent brand, but I think her consistent brand is that she does what she wants and she makes the pop music that makes her happy. And I think I, that's good. I I just I don't I don't know who she is or what she's about. At all. She's just an angel. I, I'm sure she is. She's the best dog in the world as well. This song's fine. I, I thought, oh, this would be really good live, but the sound was really bad and I couldn't hear her vocals. That's the Metro <laughs> Theatre for you. So there's that. <laughs> we had such a fun little bop to it. You kind of do like a little... Yeah, so... A lot of feet in let's it. talk about that now. She supported oh, yeah. um, Lauv, who we saw... And did one of my favourite shows ever. Yeah, yeah, it was phenomenal. I had the best time. Um, it's really rewarding when you do this shit and talk about music um, for years to go by. And you see, like, who used to be a SoundCloud artist doing a sold-out show in Sydney and everyone going off. Yeah. It awesome. feels good. Shout-outs to friend of the podcast who's actually been on the podcast before, um, Zoe, whose band Sports Bra is supporting Camp Cope at the Metro yes. on Friday. Yeah. Because we've known Zoe for years and, and Zoe's been in various bands and now she gets to play at the Metro Theatre and it's like wild. Bloody supporting Camp Cope. Really cool. How cool is that? But but what is this podcast crossover with Camp Cope fans? <laughs> oh, actually, I think it's pretty high. Do you think there's many? There's a yeah, weird I think there's a decent, a decent amount. The lesbians? <laughs> we don't have that many lesbians, do we? I don't know. We have at least one. If you're a lesbian and you listen to the podcast, um, tweet in. A lesbian or bisexual woman will take? No, just lesbians. Just lesbians? I just want the specific lesbian proportion of the the podcast listeners. Because I just presume everyone's a gay man from Sweden. (laughs) Well, aren't we all? Or a gay man living in Los Angeles. That sounds like my Spotify playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Or white as well. Um, yeah, so so it's great to see artists. I, I think they're, they're really nice words that you just said, Nathan. Aww. Like, it is cool to see artists, you know, go on and do huge things after supporting them for so many years in their smaller days. Because you introduced us to Loud with Comfortable, I think, wasn't it? Uh, no, I think it was... The first article I did was when he put out Re-Forget. But before yeah, that, right. before that, I had really fallen in love with the other, but it had been out for like three months. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to write an article. I'll wait yeah. till the next one. He was lovely. He is a phenomenal new East single. We both know why I'm here. You never like Friday nights on your own. On Spotify, it's called Blowjob, but on Apple, it's called <laughs> B, asterisk, 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 etc. B. Like it's, a, it, it's too many asterisks in it the is. Apple Music name of this. It should okay, just be. Yeah. I think it's gross. Anyway. We don't talk. Oh, no. I love the way it's You oh, just are. need a I really like it. 
but I think yeah. I'd worry about um, not wanting to say the B word on, on the radio and stuff. Yeah, that's a oh. thing. It's, <laughs> it's not going outside Triple J. Yes. Life goes on was so close to like a big commercial radio I know. Success. Like so close. It's an interesting choice post that. But um, I really like East. I've liked her since I saw her support uh, Broods in a tiny room in Sydney. <laughs> Back in the day. Long time ago. So I'm supportive of East's career. That's that. <laughs> I like the strings. You just need a blowjob. And yeah, the, the, as you said about the vocal production, I love really crisp, high-end vocal production that's not like muffled. It's like, really weird. Like on the verses, some of it is like specific parts have been pitch corrected and other parts not. Mm. Yeah, um, it's it's strange. I love that, and I, I don't hate it. I love people fucking with vocals. This guy right here loves pitch correction. <laughs> T-Pain I was going to say, were you a big user of the T-Pain app, Nathan? (gasps) I I definitely had it back in the day. Yeah, me too. That was fun. Did anyone ever buy one of those um, (laughs) T-Pain microphones? Like, it was a a physical thing you could buy. It was like a toy. King of merch. (laughs) I was not that extra. I was. (laughs) God, T-Pain had some belters. And then it turned out, like, ten years later, he could sing really well as well. Like... One of the best singing voices in the world. Yeah. Would you say that T-Pain has one of the best singing voices in the world? Mate, uh, I would say that he would have Adele shaking. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Go and watch his NPR Tiny Desk performance and fucking oh my God. come back to me. All right. Okay. Go, go and do that. Sigrid's back. On this song, she sounds a little bit... Apples and bananas. <laughs> and I hate constantly using the when I saw this live defense, but this was amazing live. When I saw this live, I knew that I would feel exactly as I do now, indifferent. <laughs> when you say this sounds really good live, it sounds like you're defending King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> that's the that's the excuse they use. So. Careful, mate. Have you seen them live, though? Like, you might not get the music, but when you see them live, you just get it. Nah, make it good on record, please. You're not going to put the effort into the music. I'm not paying to go and see your fucking show. Or even requesting a door list. Actually buying a ticket to a gig last night was a bizarre experience. I bought Dua Lipa tickets. Good on you. I know. Incredible, right? Supporting legends. Really support, supporting local music. <laughs> I just want to be So that was really good. We talked over the entire chorus. Yeah, good work um, from us there. I won't break the carnal rule. I won't blame myself there. It was you guys. Always. Yeah, I always but, blame uh, me. That's you fun. can't stop the bands. <laughs> you can't just It needs to go naturally. Yeah, it's fine. You can't just put a roadblock on the bands. <laughs> just skip over this one. Panic yes. at the disco is back. What? What? Um, is is the music is good? Yes. New album, Pray for the Wicked, is out in the coming months. Great. Mm. There's a woman in the band now, isn't there? There is, because it's 2018. But how can you panic at the disco with a woman? Uh, Which song's good and which song isn't? This is the fine song. It's called Say Amen, brackets, Saturday Night. The next song is called, brackets, Fucker, Silver Lining. And so they put the two out together. 
and it's called Say Amen for Silver Linings. They put them together. Very Ed Sheeran of them, isn't it? That's just a nice little opening tour song. It almost sounds like it could be in... The soundtrack of the greatest showman if it had more. Oh my vocals. god, you are right. <laughs> Brandon Brandon, what's his name? Brendan Yuri. I get Brandon Flowers from the Killers and Brendan Yuri uh, mixed up all yeah. the time. Different spellings of Brandon too. Yeah. Wait, isn't did- isn't it the other way around? Which one's no. in the killers? Oh fuck it is. No, Brandon Flowers, Brendan Yuri. Yeah. Well Brandon Yuri was in Kinky Boots. <laughs> Yeah. Every fucking man and their dog has been in Kinky Boots <laughs> no, no. at this Mate. point. Fucking wasn't Carl Sandler? Wasn't Alan Jones in Kinky Boots? No! The chick from Pentatonix is currently in Kinky oh, Boots. Um, so this is fucker silver lining, and this is my favourite one. I really like this one. I've actually been a Panic at the Disco fan for a long time, which is weird. I own one of their albums. Yeah, I've got um. Fall- no, that was Fallout Boy. See, this is my thing. Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. I get nervous with any music they release after like 2009 because this- the Folly Do era Fallout Boy was like some of the most, some of the earliest music I bought, and then Panic's um, album with I Write Sins on it was was an amazing album in my growing up. I even get um, Green Day confused with them and the Killers. Green- I'm just really bad at this, so I'm <laughs> not going to talk. <laughs> All yeah. white men look the same. Well, yes. I think it's I think it's um, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, which is the album I own and really liked. Oh, yeah. And then Death of a Bachelor was good also. And I imagine this will just be kind of the same as Death of a Bachelor. It just has a lot of bops on it, and it's fine, and it's cool, and they're around. So, Hayley Kiyoko has dropped another song from her upcoming album. It's called Let It Be, and it's really cool. I really like the chorus on it. Um, and I really like her as yeah. She's like one of the the best pop stars that we have this year. I agree. I totally slept on her for a while. Um, Rosie, who is a contributor for Project U, um, put us onto her like two years ago, and I just completely slept through it all. I really didn't know who she was until Curious yeah. came out. But this chorus, good, good time. Move over John Lennon. John Lennon. Let it be was John Lennon, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. No, it wasn't the Beatles. It was the John man. No. Oh, singing words of wisdom. Yeah, I was thinking of Imagine. (laughs) I'm again. White man. I'm just gonna. What makes one of the the great music podcasts? (laughs) Mozart who? <laughs> Bach whom? Oh, oh, we haven't given enough of a build-up this week. We Guys. Can, we can do it right now. What's up? What? No, what What time is it? What's up? It's No, you got to hold. you got to wait. <laughs> Guys. Okay. It's time to go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gretel Colleen would have waited a lot longer. <laughs> Um, so would have Kat Dealey after she said jujus. <laughs> I just remember that interns meme they made where they just cut a whole bunch of Gretel together saying, it's time to go, it's time to go. Uh, the caption was like, when you're ready to leave work for the day. <laughs> I love memes. 
Um, so literally nothing is happening with what? No Daily Mail articles. Nothing interesting on his Instagram. You have failed us. Nothing is happening. You know nothing what is up with what? We could do. We could find out what's happening with my science teacher, Andrew Watt. Let's oh, have a look. Yeah, I'm having yeah, a let look. Let us know. Okay, jump on his Facebook. I am. I am actually. Oh, my sister's a mutual friend. Oh, he doesn't work there anymore. Where does he work? No, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Thanks for that. No worries. And that's what you missed on. What's up with what? I yeah, I hope what does something soon. He just posted like a throwback picture that said somewhere in Africa. <laughs> And that's that's all he had done. If you find out where what is during the week, guys, make sure you give us a tip off. Just hit us on the social. What? <laughs> it's time for the true song. Sound of the, week. the siren! It's a pop music emergency. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Sound the Louisa alarm. Two What a belter. Who wrote this? Because it's fucking good. Like eight people. Yeah, you can tell it was one of those like all-nighters involving like 15 people and a heap of Chinese food. Oh, this chorus. I tell ya. So, Louisa was so excited for this song that that she stripped off and dived onto a table for an outrageous strip show. Uh, Louisa Johnson's reaction to her single might be considered a tad extreme. Um, so read she, the quote. The quote is brilliant. Which which quote? There's a quote about when it happened that um, our friend silly old Daniel um, replied to saying, this literally did not happen, did it? So, and then he made it into the Daily Mail for it. So when this single was first played to me in the middle of the afternoon in a boardroom at my record company, I was so happy, I just went mental. I ripped all my clothes off, stripped down to my underwear, then jumped on the boardroom table and started strutting <laughs> myself. There are, There's a video and images of this also, by the way. Um I was literally doing every Rihanna move I'd learnt since I was a six-year-old kid in my living room in Essex. And there I was on a table in front of these record company executives in my bra and knickers. She's ridiculous. And I actually never felt more liberated. Oh, fuck off. This rap verse is amazing. It's good, right? I forgot how good 2 Chains is on pop. 2 Chains. He's a really good pop uh, rapper and also apparently a really nice person. I don't doubt that. It's um, nice to hear, isn't it? This song is great. It's so like Christina in like 2004. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. So, we're doing another episode where we talk about the soundtrack to the uh, wonderful film Love, Simon. Which made me bore my eyes out for half an hour. Because the soundtrack is so good, it needs its own episode dedicated to it. I'm excited. And so that's what we're going to do. Uh... Particularly to the fact that I discovered this song was co-written by Harry Styles. <laughs> I know, how ridiculous. And I didn't know that until we were sitting in the theatre and I saw it come up. So, we'll go through every song on... Do we want every song? Why I, not? As much as is necessary. Yeah, not the shit ones. 
but most of them. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you hit subscribe if you want to join us for the Project You podcast Love, Simon Playback. I've just decided it's going to be called that. We'll see you for that. Bye. Bye.